Welcome to Bobby Mugger, a podcast I'm going to have my I know it's my and then we join the Bobby Mugger, and we go now. God. <laughs> I don't know, that might be too intense for a cold open. Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcast, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects that we all, every single one of us. Except me. Including Peter Vera. Nope. Love to frolic about in our free time. No, He's frolicking no, right no. now. I Batman Book Club that. is also on Patreon if you want to support the show, you like the show, uh, keep the generators running in the Wayne Manor study. Just go to patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Now, thank you for listening to episode 143, Batman in February. Joining me, you just heard his voice, and you might have heard him in a cold open of this episode. <laughs> He's our favorite Italian. It's uh, Peter Arvera. Hello, Peter. No one's frolicking. Don't believe him. <laughs> He's a liar. Garrett eats chicken wings with a fork and knife. Yeah, I I do appreciate that Garrett's innocent and in all this, and he gets brought in and thrown under the bus. <laughs> I say frolic, and somehow that spawns. Uh, Garrett doesn't eat meat, or he eats steak with a with a fork. He eats wings with a fork and a knife. Or... Lauer hates Robin, so <laughs> I hate Robin. You hate Robin. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I think it is. Here in this very uh, evil state of Indiana, we love birds of all sorts. Big fans except, of robins. We see robins all the time. Except cardinals, maybe. I love cardinals. How dare you? You don't love. You start all sorts of. You don't love sorts of shit. I don't want cardinals. As a Cub fan, you cannot like cardinals. Um, don't don't tell me rules of my life, Peter. Okay, I just did. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> I just did. Pete, this completes. This is month 24, 24. of the wrap-ups. Really? March of 2021 was the first first month we did a wrap-up. Hmm. We've read a lot of Batman comics. <laughs> yeah. It, it's why yeah. you easily earned the title associate producer of the Batman Book Club. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. And uh, we've Where's got... I've gotten, it's coming. Um, frolicker, uh, and uh, the frolicker. logo, <laughs> frolicker, and then and then the logo, and then uh, we're gonna hear your family, Olive Garden. So we got this. Anyways, Pete, let's oh, talk. Let's oh, talk. New Batman comics released in February. 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 
So it's the month of love. So of course we're going to celebrate uh, our love for Batman and we just do it each month. Now we have to the legacy title, Batman issue number 132 written by Chip Zdarsky with art by Mike Hawthorne. Um, This is the Batman of Gotham. The second part of this arc, Uh, more of like another Elseworld Elseworld's tale Continuing this uh, Bruce Wayne slash Batman stripped of basically anything and all of his Batman-ness. Um, we're learning, we learn a little bit more about whatever this universe is and what's going on and who's kind of running the show. We get a good old um, big fundraiser and I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm oh, Wilson, <laughs> he's Wilson Texlin, a financier from Metropolis. With a mustache, he's not. It's a yeah, it all matches it's Malone. Ident- yeah, it's new identity here. New lot. identity. You know what? It doesn't roll off the tongue like matches. Wilson yeah. Texlin. Eh, oh, okay. There's not much in this issue that rolls off the tongue. Uh oh. Hey oh. We oh, meet. God. He encounters a, uh, Selena Kyle. He. I'm trying to think who the. What the man's name is that he looks up at, and he feels like that could, guy could be Joker. He encounters some other. Um, villains, like different versions of the villains, like Punchline and Killer Croc. Um, I don't know. I I like this. I like this issue. I read it at the beginning of the month, so it's a little fuzzy right now. Of like everything that kind of happened, but Darwin um, Holiday. Darwin Holiday. That's that the, was the alias of the Joker. The maybe the Joker. Swing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we um we get like the the issue wraps with a little bit of like a I shall become a bat kind of moment. Um, I think the issue is fun and it's interesting. I'm still a okay with like seeing where this goes. I am. I think I'm enjoying this more than fail safe. Granted two issues in on fail safe. I loved the first issue and the second issue was like, it's all right. Um, it has a little bit of like, we've, we've been here before though to it yep yep which i can't pinpoint like a story exactly it just it does seem like oh my god this instead of the reaction of like this is new and like original and i'm not saying that zadarsky just copied somebody else or anything like that it's just no we've never seen it doesn't feel groundbreaking or something like that it's like i feel like we have read this before uh you know the whole bruce is gone from the say the main gotham he's searching the time like he's in where is he in time and such just it's very return of bruce this all just feels like a, a different take on what morrison tried to do zap batman somewhere else he's gonna find his journey discover himself from the beginning and I've read this before. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think this is honestly, in my opinion, it's just as bad as what Morrison delivered Whoa. ten plus years ago. I'm just not digging it. Not digging uh, it. You know this 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 weird Batman trying to. I, I don't need Batman to retrain himself. Like I said, I've seen this before. Um, the art's great. That's what I could say about that. I don't really think that Darwin Holiday looks like the Joker. I thought that was a really I didn't bad. Think so. uh, bad take. Uh, but I thought the take on Punchline was cool. Killer Croc was interesting. Um, just overall, I just can I just get a real Batman story out of Zdarsky? Like, what? Like, can like he just fight? I, I mean, I don't even care at this point if it's like Killer Moth. Like, just I'm so disappointed between the Terminator and now this flashback <laughs> bullshit. I just uh, and then the Toy Man story is even worse in the backup. I think that's atrocious. 
Um, yeah. I don't get it at all. But yeah, I'm just I'm just bummed out. Like I wish this was good, and I I can't enjoy it. I text Bill last night. I just said Batman sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he responds. Excuse like what? Excuse me? I was like, well, I just read 132. It still sucks. The title, like... not the character. Yeah. The title. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be very clear about that. Big distinction. No, I'm with you. I didn't enjoy the where I th- what I thought the backup story was gonna be last issue is now I do not feel like that's what the story is in the backup. I did not enjoy the backup this month. I did last month because you know, I was like, oh, okay, it's gonna be Tim Drake like as Robin trying to go and find Batman, that could lead to some cool things. Um, That's actually not the worst part of the story. That's one of the better parts. I think the issue for me overall was a B. Like it was entertaining. Um, I, I do like the grounded, that. the grounded level stuff, but it just, I'm kind of with you too. Of like, I do know, and I've read Zadarsky stuff, and I'm like that. I just, you know I what? just want, I just want like. Uh, status quo batman written by zadarsky give me that story yeah. and i bet that i will be really really happy like future state just had bruce wayne it living bottom of the barrel yeah i mean that's weapons. something yeah we just saw that recently which i like that story but we, like yeah, we've already we just saw it we just saw, yeah we just read it it feels like <laughs> now we just he's read back it. now he's back at it you know he's building things from scratch he's got no real technology blah 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 like, okay and then this this hulking Bane version of Harvey Dent is like I, I that's interesting. Yeah, like I just, what was his? Uh, I know it's a different different like lockup, but I'm like yeah, lockup in the animated series. Oh, okay, that's a good yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah, like yeah. something like that. So I, oh. I I I don't think that's like my criticism is that it doesn't fully feel fresh, um, but it's not. I don't think it's bad either. So, yeah, I think a B is a very safe, like, yeah, I was entertained, but it's not something that I need to go back and just, like, reread. So we'll see sure. where it goes next. But yeah, eh. Pete's unimpressed. No, I'm, okay. I'm, if anything, I'm depressed. I'm You're depressed. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's not unimpressed. He's depressed. <laughs> because I love Zdarsky. Yeah. I love Zdarsky. This is so disappointing for me. You know, um, this is like your favorite player joining your favorite team, and then he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Ken Griffey Jr. joined the Reds. He yeah, kind of. Kind of. He just keeps getting injured and injured. Yeah. Um. Well, let's turn your frown upside down. Let's talk Batman and the Joker, the Deadly Duo, number. Yeah. Four. Let's talk about this thing. This is. Aren't you kick us off? Um. Oh, he's he's fueling up. I had to take a sip of coffee. He got me like mid sip. <laughs> See, that's what he does. He wants me to choke. Um. This is an interesting book because it's just it's it's just absolutely insane. Like <laughs> no matter where Batman and the Joker go, it seems to be nothing but chaos. There's some classic like Joker Harley Quinn stuff, but it, it's just so funny to see like Batman leashing around the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I really dig that aspect of it. Um, but you know, it was cool with the Nightwing stuff, and I love how the Joker's still basically kind of behind the mask, like they're kind of keeping him hitting. It's it's just like I still don't really know what's going on. But there's like I don't know. There's this this weird element of like, uh, is it like seven or something by the end of the book? Like I'm trying to get, I'm trying to figure it out. But um, there's a this is this one for me was like, oh, I read this earlier in the month, so I'm trying to refresh as I flip through. Sure. Well, this one was the big. Um, so you said seven. I said last issue that it felt almost a little saw. Um, okay. So we got saw seven, and actually, I think the big train sequence in this one was a big deal. And I felt like that was, um, since we're going with S as an alliteration, uh, Simon. 
in okay. uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, yeah. So right here we've got you know Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson teaming up, finding out a way to stop this train. And I in this one of it's just like Joker's just was it he uh, one of the people on the train is like he he threw them off he threw them off the train and Joker's standing there and he goes just the big ones <laughs> like Joker's just chucking people off the train to lighten the load yeah. as a way to like save the train or uh, save everybody else that's on board um, I could I thought that was kind of like a highlight moment he's also um, doing this while he's like eating cake like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> having his cake and eating it too peter he's so funny but the i mean it's a good at the end a good teaser of what was then next mailed to the police department yeah um but the thing that, that did surprise me so this was one where i did go back and read the first three issues and then read this one um it's interesting to me that they don't that they Silvestri wasn't really trying to hide who th- the identity of the the killer. Like this one basically said it without him like unmasking or anything. It gave the backstory of how Joker got involved. Joker and Ivy showed up at his daughter's wedding, um, crashed that and killed her. And then Bruce did Bruce. Was it this issue? Bruce went to the uh, cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he was at um, Sims. He was at his daughter's, uh, tombstone, I thought. Or no, that might have been last issue. Bruce met with him, and he was and he was talking about his right. daughter being gone. And then Batman went to her her gravesite today, or in this issue. And the guy was digging and digging up, and we're left with a tease of like what they found is they're both because the guy's just looking down, and he's pretty surprised. And Batman looks great, but um, I'm getting into too many specifics. I think the issue is. I think it's great. Four issues in, and yeah, this is. I think we said last month this is one of the books you and I just get. We look forward to reading. I look forward to the next issue. Um, yeah, th- this is a pure joy reading this one each month. You need to get Bill on it. I know you told uh, I, him, I like, told he him hadn't read it yet. I told him it was the last social hour I was yeah. on with him. Um, you know, uh, and I was. I, I told him I was like actually, you know, <laughs> Batgirls. <laughs> It's like my favorite back book right now. I just don't know that he's going to pick up Batgirls. Uh, yeah, but I was like, I think he would like Deadly Do. I actually recommended Gotham Noir, and he said he would check it out if he wasn't already. But yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and we'll we'll get to that one. <laughs> oh, cool. oh, Slam Bradley. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's the first Tuesday in February. So let's move on. Valentine's Day, Peter. Uh-oh, and this one comes very close day to the heart of Ryan Lauer. It does. Batman um, Beyond the White Knight. Woohoo! Book eight. So a fun thing I got to uh tell you guys that the great Sean Murphy let me read this one a month Ooh. before it came out. Ooh. I think I told you that. Um and just asked to not spoil anything. And I said I would never. Never uh, ever. Ever ever. Never ever. Um I I loved it. And not just because, but I mean, everything I've told you like all along, how many times have I said it? And each time we've, we've talked about uh, this series and then on the podcast covering white Knight and curse the white Knight, It's just like, at this point, whatever he does in this universe, I'm all in. Like I, he has not done something that doesn't work for me yet. 
Uh, this is a another good conclusion that has like really great moments. Um, I'm trying to see here. Like I don't know. Like I think there's a, it's a great fight. I do like the costumes of everybody. Um, what am I saying? I I love how Blight looks in this. The coloring with Blight and his green um really pops. I'm trying to think of where. Yeah, I mean, of course, Tumblr crashing like Kool Aid Man through a wall. Give me There's a, a lot shot. of Tumblr like, love oh in God. this for you. That's then, why you choose the Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, the I don't I don't want to speak on the end of it. Do you think we should or no? I think we should because to be honest, that's kind of my favorite part. Okay. Of the story, um, spoiler I like, right now. Well, spoiler, spoiler talk, warning. We're going to talk spoilers about okay. this issue. Go ahead. Now, where Lauer stands, I'm more of where. I like a lot of what Murphy does to the point where I'm always going to check out Murphy's work. Yeah. I'm probably not going to like some stuff. I wasn't a huge fan of uh curse, curse. of white yeah. Knight, but I've really enjoyed this. I thought this ended a little flat. I thought okay. this was a little bit more like substance over style over substance. I, I love all the Batmobile stuff. Seeing the Batman since Anton first car turned into a boat was interesting. Yeah. Uh, I love all the Tumblr jokes. You know, uh, again, Duke Thomas is Robin. It's like one of my favorite things in the world. Um, I love that he finally got a cowl. Um, but I just kind of felt like it was a big fight for almost kind of nothing. Um, you know, and what really drew me, what really actually kind of like won me back was you know, the end pages. And that is Diana Prince and Jon Stewart showing up to Gotham and discussing uh, the appearance of Superman and to hear that Murphy is working on something like that is extremely interesting to me. I'd love to see, you know, whatever that book will be called. Like that, yeah. That Superman Murphy book has really got my attention, but I thought this white Knight, uh This issue uh, is uh, book eight is a fantastic comic book. It just mm -hmm. is. It's a really fun comic book. I just, I, I was wanted the story to end a little bit stronger, and I don't think it, it landed there for me. But like this is this, I have had so much fun reading this uh, this series here. So yeah. I'm, I'm really happy he did it, and uh, that Jason Todd uh, Red Hood story spawned out of this as well, and that was great. So I've really enjoyed White Knight so much more uh, yeah. beyond than I did Curse. <laughs> oh, okay. You you punt. Like I didn't try to find. I said beyond, White Knight, but I wanted to be, oh, White Knight Beyond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. He, he did say. I know. I'm just like sitting here talking, like uh, plugging other shows. But when it might have been when I first chatted with him on the BLF podcast that he said he had ideas for like Justice League or something at some point, or he said it the second time when me and Javi talked to him on the BF podcast that uh -huh. he mentioned about how he had a Justice League story somewhere. He did mention he had a, this idea of Justice League, but then he was still very much like, I don't know, three volumes where this one's going to end. I think I might be like, I'm also okay with just ending it there, but he Which did is have... actually like the best thing I could possibly hear from a creator. Cause it means they're not like rushing it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think he's been like very, very wise in what he's done with his universe um, and all the creative decisions. And then this, uh, the next one is like a spawn. So how there's a spinoff of the Harley Quinn book. There's a spinoff next of Batman White Knight presents Generation Joker, which is following uh, Joker's kids. Mm -hmm. uh, but he okay. did, he did say in that second conversation with him, um, 
Like he he said that that was coming. So um, we knew that was coming. But then afterward, it's going to be White Knight. Yeah, because he says it in the back, which I really love that he's done these white knight beyond the page where he's done his own little like mm-hmm. you know writing write-ups at the end i and love I said, after that comics used to do that back in the day i'm happy that the people yeah and, do that. and also he's very like this this is meant as like a good thing he's not necessarily like i'm trying to be politically correct and say he's like genuine i think in what he's saying hey this is what's coming up next hey right. i appreciate that you guys buy the book and that you really like the book he's very much like he engages with fans and tries to hear like what are things that don't work for you and stuff like he listens He's like James um, Gunn. Yeah. Yeah. And he said he plans to write and draw the next big volume, World's Finest White Knight. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not only will we address Superman and Wonder Woman, but the rest of the Justice League as well. So, sweet. I mean, I man, I don't know. Is that going to be probably 2024? Whatever it happens. Is my guess. Because um, this next spinoff is going to be in a couple, probably in a couple months. Um, or no, on sale, May 2023. Okay. I'll be six issues, takes up through the end of the year. So, um, I was surprised. DC, I don't know if you saw the tweet. I told you about it before you'd read it, and I said I didn't. I wasn't going to say anything. The tweet of this Superman's coming to the White Knight universe. Um, DC released that, and then this variant cover that's at the back of the issue. They released that the day before the book came out. And I was like, really? That's almost like a. That's like a spoiler. But it was Murphy's uh, not cover. Not really. It's more like a tease. But I also know, like, sometimes something I'd come across is like sometimes if if a character, so like in Batman Incorporated, um, when Damien died, and oh, they I announced that Batman before this month. <laughs> no, this is this was quite a few years ago when Damien. Oh, no, died. I, I'm just saying that's okay. I, I yeah, I don't read that one. Um, they teased about Robin was going to die in that issue, and it's like to me of like, well, you're ruining the. That's a spoiler, but also that's also used as a marketing um a marketing move to get people to go buy the book. And I bet that, that yeah. issue of Robin dying had some pretty insane stales compared to all the Batman Inc. issues before it. So it's like I also I do kind of get it. Um we all get it. We get it. Uh let's continue on here. Batman the Adventures continue. Season three, number two. <laughs> Peter Vera. Dude. Is is which cover did like, you get? I got, I got this one. This one. That I think cool. This is the regular cover. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really cool. Um, is there anything more enjoyable than this series? Like since it came back, it's I, I just have a blast with every issue. Every, every issue feels just in tone with the cartoon. The art looks a little different this month. That's my uh, own. Normal. That was like my only. Mm, but I I still love. I don't the even book. know like criticism, almost a little jarring at first, because you're so used I, to it being Tim style, and it's Kevin Altieri, yeah. so it's like a man who is fully in this world. Uh, but I, it I appreciate felt the a art. little I'm different. It. it felt like, a little different. I I I got no problem with the art, but uh, the story is just fun to me. Like I love picking yeah. up this book every month. It's just it's a blast. Um. I've had so much fun with the other two volumes. Like, just keep it going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just keep it going. Absolutely, I'm it. It, it must must buy every month. Like, not even a question. Like, yes, of course. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Uh, I hope that Burnett and Dini stay writers for all these issues. I think I bet you they have so many stories seven. up their sleeves, man. 
I hope so. They've got to keep the universe going. This is the only way it's going to keep going. Keep I'm fine going. with that. I'm fine yep. with that. I'm enjoying this. I mean, I mean, it's a Harley story. Um, I mean, what else do we need to say about it? It's a, it's a Harley story. And much like it's not Harlequinade, is it? Where she's no. not necessarily a bad, a bad guy in that episode. Yeah, it's it's well, it's more modern. Like it's basically a more modern, like you know, not what you're maybe used to on the show from Harley. Yeah, more is a more modernized take on Harley. And I, I I enjoyed that. I thought that part was fun. So yeah, I mean, and I mean, Two Face pops up in here a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's cute. Enjoy. And then the like uncovering at the end, it's like I don't know another like fun little like twist. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, what a crazy twist! But a little bit one of like it didn't end how you thought it was. You're like, god damn it, Dina, you're a genius. <laughs> I was over being impressed by you, but you keep coming back for me. Uh, yeah, Batman the Adventures continue can continue uh, indefinitely, forever, Batman. forever and ever, and ever, ever. Uh, next issue: the Batman and Scooby Doo Mysteries number five, uh, a Batwoman issue. Peter, I read this. I read this with the uh, it <laughs> biker rats. Yeah, because yeah. why not? <laughs> <laughs> I was reading this and it made me remember that old cartoon biker mice from Mars. That's what I was thinking. I don't remember that one at all. Really? Biker mice from Mars. Yeah. Okay. Uh but great nods to the original Batwoman. Oh, love the uh, nods the, to the, 50s. the first Batgirl. Uh yeah, so I'm like throwbacks were fun. It it does I do kind of keep saying with the series like it is more of the same, but it's like it's lighthearted, really easy this. entertainment. Yeah. You know, and that's why it is so while Adventures Continue is definitely still not as mature adult as you know Batman Joker Deadly Duo, mm-hmm. it's like it's a little bit darker easy entertainment this is yeah. just completely light colors but fun. like i love how this is usually like as like a dc comics history lesson that this too is, yeah I, I think the only thing missing from this issue is actually barbara gordon batgirl or what somebody to represent batgirls you know that's really the only thing because i thought this was a fantastic issue to represent if you had that that page at the end where it's yeah all the old them. batgirl and batwoman yeah. and the new batwoman and yeah you could do that but i get you i i, I mean i think it just it was great just to teach a young reader. Like, oh my God. Cause maybe someone who has just started reading doesn't know about the purse wearing Batwoman of the fifties, yeah. you know? Uh, so it, it's an interesting character. It was an interesting time for Batman in print back then. So to see that kind of come back with the new Batwoman and having her be the one to kind of, you know, teach the lesson was fun for me. Mm-hmm. That was actually a very kind of like, I really kind of want to go back to the shop and pick this one up uh, because I, I just thought it was a lot of fun. Like things, when they do things like this, this was, this is like really great for me. Yeah. Um, things like that is kind of really special. Cause like I said, it, it, you could use this to t- teach somebody mm-hmm. what happened back in the day. And, you know, for, especially, you know, cause this book is aimed at kids. I think it's a wonderful way to kind of teach them about the history of the company and the characters and such. You know what you should do is you should buy a, a spare copy, ship it to Long Island. And then you and the Aquaman could talk about it on Straight Out of Gotham. He loves Scooby Doo. Is he a big Scooby Doo fan? Yeah. Well, I figured so you guys talk about this on the Batman book club then. Maybe we'll get us all together. That's okay. 
Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries. Come on, that's a lot of that's, that's a lot of like goofy Batman for me to read. Do you the realize people that? have been complaining? What was the last that Holzman doesn't read comics? Yeah, uh, oh. the Gotham Gotham Noir, uh, Brew Baker Phillips. That was the last time the, the Aquaman was on. No, no, no. What was the last time I read a Scooby Doo comic? Was it the I thought you read last month? Was it what was last month? I don't remember. I think they were on the right. beach. It's like a beach episode. Yeah, but I I think you read it. I want to buy this one though. Like, I really appreciate the whole. The last one that you bought was a pup named Scooby Doo. Yes, I love that one. Like, it's so funny because Lauer was like, "I had no idea you had such a affinity for." I was like, "How could you not?" It was great. Named Scooby Doo. I love red herring. That that lid <laughs> that lit a fire under Pete's. Butt I love he was pump name Scooby. Yeah. It's like I oh, love I pump name Scooby Doo. So the only I thing can they... say the only thing that I'm keep missing with these things scrappy. is I would love a scrappy Damien uh, showdown. Okay, well, that yeah, like I would love to get scrappy <laughs> in an issue here. Two characters I don't like, but actually going after each other. Like I okay. love Scrappy Doo. He's so fun to me. He little pup. The pup. Um, it's appropriate this. next issue. I am Batman number 18. I do believe this is the last issue of this. Series. I, I I believe so. Um issue just kind of ends on a dud, you know. Jason's kind of ah, like bummer. forms his his Batman, um, you know, like his Batman with his sidekick and or his sidekicks. Um, artwork is great. Um it's it, this was fun seeing him in New York. I could say that I didn't read the whole volume, but it was cool seeing Jace as Batman in New York. But I still don't like, I'm still not a fan of multiple Batman. You know, like, I just like, it's yeah. not like my thing. Like that between this and Batman Incorporated, I feel like there's so many Batmans running around. I've been against this since uh, Morrison started it back in the day, but this was cool. It was cool seeing him in a, in a city close to mine. Cause most of the, like I said, DC comics is their characters play in fictional cities. Gotham's not real. You know, like that's you know, like well, if I need some New York City, I usually have to go to Spider Man or Fantastic yeah. Four. But uh, this was cool. Um, but they 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 uh resolve a lot of the underlying issues, like Jace's true mother, blah blah blah. He ends up you know doing this whole thing. I don't want to ruin the book, but it's still a whole. It's it's a fun comic book. It is. It's a it's a good comic. But uh, Did it's they, over now. I don't think it's a part of Dawn of DC or whatever. They they forward. capped all the plot lines. Yeah, they leave some much stuff Okay. I mean, it's open. Like he's definitely Batman and operating as Batman, but like you know, they're not. They're just not telling you the story. I guess. Yeah. Hmm. So is this something when? I feel like one trade has already been collected. Um, do you think people need to check out? Would you recommend? Uh yeah, I think the New York stuff's very interesting. That's the only I can speak on, because they did. It really came up with some really cool crime stories. So like, if you really like like that detective element of Batman, I think you're you would enjoy this from when he moves to New York, which I think is like issue ten. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, I am Batman Volume One. Was released in hardcover August last year. The paperback's coming out this July. So, um. There you go. If you want to, Pete, if, more often than not, when you've brought this up, you've been uh, recommending. I, it. Yeah, so. I mean, I've only read eight issues, but the eight issues I've read, I've enjoyed. You know. Yeah. All right. There you go, people. You heard it from the man himself. Frolicking over. I am no. So not doing that. Stop that. Don't you dare. If you frolic next, in New Jersey, you get see. shot. Uh, the next Tuesday. <laughs> 
the 21st saw the next issue of Batman Superman World's Finest, number 12. Uh-huh. Uh, the date issue. Yeah. Terrible first date for I felt bad. I've Dick been Grayson. <laughs> what was the last bad first date you had? I feel like you haven't had a first bad first date. Well, I've been time. with Mira now, going close to 12 years. So Yeah, it's been um, a long time. We didn't even have a bad first date, so it was way before that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I definitely never had a date, period. Go as bad as this one. <laughs> oh, I've had that. I've you had have? Okay. Few. I've had a few. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This is this is complete fun for me. Yeah. Uh, it's all, all that it was. I'm just I'm back and forth on this because it does. Pete, you you knew this for a long time, and I've said it on here too. Of sometimes this this, so Batman Superman and in this and in some other stories, it can just get too far for me. That I'm like this just isn't my interest. It's not my mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and world's finest moments can have that where it get it's getting a little too like eh, I don't know mm-hmm. this one though, like I don't know it was just fun. It was just fun. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, it, like humorous as well. Um, Dick's confusion on how he's trying to present himself that I can relate of. I'm trying to wait. I need to try and put myself up. But am I coming off too cocky or uh, uh, and then start questioning it? All that. Sh- like, I don't know. All that just really worked. I thought it was funny. Um, really entertaining. Like in the end, just it was really entertaining. Not a throwaway issue per per se, but like you know, it just stands on its own. I love this issue because I kind of I dig personal lives of superheroes, like because it's still about them yeah. and, and stuff. But I really felt like my my boy Grayson got the bad end of the stick here. Like he's really he trying, did. and it's she's bad. She gets, she gets so like turned off by him. I'm like oh, I feel so bad. Like he's just kind of like stumbling over every word. Um, I, I, this was just nothing but fun for me. Yeah, from everything from you know Bruce trying to console Dick and Dick being like, "What is it like?" Blah, blah, blah. And then like to Supergirl being like overly mature for her age, which mm-hmm. I feel is right for most. Like I feel like that's girls pretty kinda, true. I think yeah, girls definitely uh, <laughs> age better than us. Reach maturity. Beginning. It's weird. A like, lot they're sooner they're than better we do. at it in the front end, and I feel like guys are better at it in the back end. You know, like it's like as we get older, we kind of deal with that stuff better, and as they get older, it's. Kind Kind of more like oh no, 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 we're in a rush when you do this stuff. Gotcha. Um, now that I yeah. pissed off your entire female audience, um, yeah, what, what I, okay, yeah, whatever. Mira's so, canceling you. Right I just now. Joe Rogan you. <laughs> um, I, I loved just all the montages and stuff of her getting dressed and like you know Dick again like just the conversations between both parties about everything and then <laughs> just how the date turns into like a mission and like it, it's it's funny to me that they show up in costume like why did you even think we're doing that you know <laughs> it was like yeah. Grayson's first bad mistake <laughs> but it's just fun like I, I just had a blast with this it's it's you know I don't mind every once in a while taking a break from saving the world the universe the city or a cat in a tree it just it, it this was just fun for me I feel like we haven't seen the character of Dick Grayson like this though either now you've read more I like Dick Grayson and all elements than I have, but I feel like this is something kind of new too. He's usually got it kind of together or like he's losing in a fight and then Batman helps him or something, but like well, how at this normal level. Like yeah. This is Robin. This is a Nightwing. This is, I mean, how much younger is he? He's at least 10 years younger in this book. That's what I mean. I'm like, yeah. it just doesn't seem like we've seen I, his. I've been banging the drum like for DC to print more Dick Grayson as Robin comics. I, mean, I just, it's just something that, we're so used to him being Nightwing for our generation and and, and current, you know, like it's, it's 
there's really almost no other version of that character that people know. And, you know, everyone knows he started off as Robin, but it's almost kind of like pushed to the side these days. Um, you know, the only real Batman and Dick Grayson Robin stories I get, I get like, you know, from Robin collections that I have behind me. So I've really enjoyed this book because of that aspect. And uh, even though it started off really kind of iffy for me, kind of in the more mythical Batman sense, I think it's really turned around into just a more of a, just a fun DC comic book. I said, I've always would have, I really enjoyed like a series like Batman 1939, where it is like, you know, contemporary writers, artists and stuff doing Batman stories, but in 1939. And then is you just like a Robin series of Dick Grayson? What if you did that of like him in 1940? You know, something like that. I think that would be really, really cool. Uh, A a different kind of take because, yeah, I think the argument can be, well, Dick Grayson was Robin for 40 years. It was like half of, and it's, I don't know, half of the character's uh, lifespan has been all Dick Grayson. It's like, yeah, but he was done as Robin before I was born. So, yeah. I don't get Dick Grayson as Robin stories that are new. I, I want now, a more modernized like take on that version of the character. Something, you know, because mm-hmm. those comics are still kind of goofy. Like <laughs> exactly, and that's why I say like out a of those forty years, like thirty of them are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like I, in, in to read a Robin story, it's like him and you know he's going to help Batman decide not to put on the rainbow suit, but they're still going to go fight. Or, or it's or Robin something. trying to like uh, bust the caper of like the local bike rack criminals. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. the, the, like <laughs> I have it like Rob Myers, Rob Myers and Ryan Hoss could attest this. Like those early Robin stories, it's basically him doing, you know, like solving childish crimes, yeah. Um, you know, in the beginning when he has, and the, Grayson's had his own title for, for as long as you can remember. Like he's one of the few sidekicks who have, uh, who has, you know, put that title beside him and mm-hmm. actually become his own superhero. Like it, it's, there's a reason, you know, Nightwing's been published. Robin's been published for Drake, Mr. Yeah. Drake as he's on his next volume. And even Catwoman, like those three characters, I think they prove how popular Batman is because those three characters are able to spin off their own books. And not many characters can do that for as long as those three have. But like the, you know, the semi serious fun approach of like the adventures continue. Dick Grayson series like that in like 1940s or something, kind of like you, you said, like a you modern the time piece. I, I would much rather have it like it's set in the 80s today. But... Oh, in the 80s. I mean, that's that's a time piece. I mean, that's still a time piece. Yeah, 1940s, uh, 1980s, both would be really cool. Yeah, I'd be down for either. You're more of a like, uh, yeah, she okay, Batman, and I'm like, oh, geez, it's the bat. We gotta run. <laughs> I'm okay with that too. I was just thinking of more of like being, you know, like the wink, being winky and. Winky, okay. being winky, I was winky and naughty. cheeky of like the year of creation, but I do like the idea of modern day. Yeah, because like artists what, what drawing nineteen thirty nine and stuff. Okay, but like what Wade and Moore are doing are just kind of. This isn't Mora though. No, but he's on the cover. Yeah, um, but like that—that's what that what I've been that like. This is what I've been kind of wanting for a long. Let time. me see. What was the artist's name? Emanuela Lupacino. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, fit nicely you know it wasn't a, a massive i think it's italiano detour from siciliano uh, mora mora of course is fantastic um anyways moving on anyways Next just book. we're gonna stop talking about it and you're gonna go buy it and read it yeah it's amazing. there you go um speaking of going out and buying it because it's amazing peter clayface 
one yeah, bad look, day. Look at him. Look at this. Look at this thing. Yeah, the re- Pete's the, got a uh, poopy clay it, face I, action figure. I've got the action figure from McFarlane, and I'll tell you what, uh, I'm happy I have the action figure, but I'm even happier that I have Clayface One Bad Day because this written by Jess. Or, sorry, hold on. Written by Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing, guys who did that Batman Beyond book that you and I did not like. Well, congratulations because you wrote something I did like. Art this was by Zermanico, who did the Flashpoint Beyond series. Beautiful art. Beautiful now go art. ahead, Pete. I've interrupted you twice, but now go ahead uninterrupted. Your thoughts? Uh, on this I just really appreciated this story. It's I, I can't remember the last time I, I, I think I have like that uh, collected edition they did for Clayface not too long ago. The Arkham, um, right? The, yeah, they were doing like I, Arkham I villain that, collections. But like that's I feel like this last time I ended up buying anything Clayface. I, it's been a few years. Um, so this book came out. We all know like one bad day. I wasn't impressed with the Riddler story. Two face stories, okay. Uh, but the main story and the free story I really liked a lot, and the, obviously Penguin. And this is kind of up there with the top tier for me. I really, I kind of fell for Basil here, and you know, I, I, <laughs> I as got much really as you excited. can. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I kind of I felt bad for him a little bit, but then at the same time I realized like he's kind of a dick, and it's just I I appreciated this like just journey of Clayface and this murderous spree, and you know, like I kind of appreciate what Batman was doing, and just it's so good and. I'm just I, I I walked away like really impressed. Like this is one of the better ones. Penguin's still at the top for me, but I, I you know I'd say this is within the top three. I, I really like the Bane story a lot. I put this above I put this Clayface story above the free story, I think. Uh it is I think it is just behind and I mean like barely. By like one of uh by a hair. Not even penguins pipes behind the penguin story. And I think there is a little bit of a gap from those two. And then the next, whatever the next one is, if I had to rank it, because I, I loved this one. I thought it was excellent. It's um, very good. It's very good. I, I, I loved how his, I mean, his approach is of like, he wants to be a good actor period, mm-hmm. but there's like, okay, but there's a line where, it's you know still like dedicated and then now you're starting to be a little crazy and we do get to see that and we see that stuff kind of build and then his way of just basically taking out the other people like it's it's almost like a venomish kind of deal <laughs> except in clay of like spread on the other person and killing them that way mm-hmm. um i love which when we've seen do- a lot in btaz mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah um the the lines he's kind of going over and then you see the reveal that they're doing the movie they're making is like the killing joke yeah i thought that, that was, was great. great oh my gosh it was yeah i like ah i thought that was i awesome. love the look of clayface in the book by the way like i just mm-hmm. love I, I i know bill hates this but i love the sludge mud slide clayface like i love that I like i you know and i grew up on the matt hagan take you know, mm-hmm. B-Taz with Mr. Perlman. Like, who does it? Like, how spoiled are we as children? Yeah. Um, that's That'll always be my favorite take, but I've really grown accustomed to Basil Carr. And uh, Tynan did a really good, uh, actually, uh, take annual. on Clayface. On the that's annual. what I was going to say when you said about buying Clayface. And I'm like, and that's the last one the detective did, annual. But and this how, how many years ago was that? that? A little bit. That was I mean, one that was, it's got to be at least 2018, isn't it? Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's been a few months since we've. It's been a while since. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Been a while. Okay. Oops. Uh, uh, we got it all out. Got it. Phew. Okay. I'm cleansed. Thank I'm you, Face. I'm uh, exercising the demon, <laughs> Kowalski. Can you hear me, brother? The way the nods that they have to script writing and stuff in this too, like Hollywood-ish, and then the Gray Ghost, you know, nod I'm, that they like, have. I'm so glad you well. saw that over the over the shoulder there. That movie poster changes like in every panel. It's funny. Yeah. Uh but so the the killing joke takeaway was great. The let's see the killing joke take, the way that he's killing people and stuff, but then it's like I love how these books have to bring in Batman somehow. Oh, which they do. Dude, that's what I was it? going to. How awesome is that that's that splash page? Splash page. Nine oh, people God. in one day. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Like that's all I needed. That's it. That's what like one of the things that made Keaton's Batman so great is like Keaton was always like, I think he says less here. <laughs> the, the dialogue, yes. And then yeah, right just the that splash page of like every element of that just looks awesome. I'm sitting in here the grabbing rain. action figures, trying to put them in front of my monitor. <laughs> like, okay, Clayface Lightning Batman, go. You're you're throwing cups of water into your yeah. fan to splatter yeah. like it's rain. It's rain. It's rain. <laughs> This was, uh, yeah, I just thought this was excellent. So I think more often than not, I think we really enjoyed these. Um, did they do the Catwoman yet? I don't remember one. Yeah, they did. That was okay. I forgot, uh, I forgot to write. the heist with the the woman that had her figured out. Um, okay, I gotta figure. I gotta re rank these at some point because I'm forgetting. I'm leaving. I left Catwoman out. We can but, do that uh, next. We can do that next month because it wraps up next month with uh, Raza Ghul. Okay, because Bane's at the um, Bane, because Riddler's definitely at the bottom. Bane. I'll tell you that. Bane. I thought Two Face was. I thought you didn't Bane like. Where's my pasta maker? <laughs> Holy! Happy birthday! I got a VD. I, I want to make vodka penne. Where's my pasta maker? I thought that was a great special. <laughs> I just, I love that take of Bane. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So now let's see. I mean, can we next up the next Tuesday, Detective Comics 1069. Pete, take it away. This is your book. You cover yeah, it on the UF. Uh, uh this is better than the previous centuries. I might this might be my favorite. I'm with run. you. I um, think so. Th- there's a lot of good character moments. The problem is just the backbone of the story, whatever the six-eyed woman her agenda is, like I just don't care about. Yeah. But like there's some great moments. The ten-eyed man really stole the show, I thought. Like he came worked, out of nowhere. That worked for me. And it's great. Yeah. Like I, I know Lauer's a big 10 eyed man fan. Um, and I, I liked how he dove in deep into Bruce Wayne's mind. Mm-hmm. And then I enjoyed the interaction with two face and 10 eyed man, as well as two face and Batman. I thought that was pretty classic. Um, the Gordon interaction with, with Babs was also very yeah. good. And then the, uh, you know, Batman and Gordon sharing a drink. I thought that was brilliant. I think that's like a moment that'll live on in bat lore forever. Like I just, it's, it's For a great, one? Gordon, the, the, uh, the Batman Gordon conversation, like, you know, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's, it's so perfect. Uh, and I how he that. says of like, and you're gone, aren't you? Yeah. You see that Batman's actually there hearing it. And I mean, instantly in my head, it's one of those, like, <clears throat> if we're not physically seeing it, like maybe like I don't know, it just makes me think of a lot of interactions and stuff where like how many times he, he, he left. Yeah. Is he really there and he actually heard it all? Yeah. Um so. I think I think Rom does a really good job with the teamwork and the tactical stuff as always. Like the the family's on point. 
Um, I just don't care about this main storyline at all. Yep. Like, I just wish we get around it. Uh, I, I'm interested to see the conflict Montoya has with the question. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. But again, like it's it's everything involving like classic Batman characters. I think I like and this new villain. I just don't give two shits about. Which we said before when he did the which it just the seems scene with the recurring Freeze. problem. Yeah. Yeah. With the scene with Freeze, we both really dug that in that issue. Uh, yeah. Stuff prior with Two Face, we liked. It's just yeah, this. I mean. I think everything you said, I gave I fully, it a B. I fully agree. Review. I think I would be like, yeah, maybe a B, B minus, because even though that main storyline is present, it's actually not even very much in this issue, which to me, I made it even yes, better. Yes, exactly. It's only like a couple. <laughs> it's only like two pages. I just I think don't the backup like it. story is phenomenal. Let's see. By my man Simon Spurrier, who I call the most frustrating writer of my generation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know about. Like in starting off with this, but then like I don't know, it, it worked. It worked for me. Yeah, it worked. For the, yeah, I like, like that one. I think the artwork's really cool. I said like the artwork lends itself to like a cold villain, like an ice based villain. Like it just feels like it works. I can't earworm. Even, like, yeah, I, I can't even. Is. I can't even like name another artist to, like compare this this style to, but it's really cool, and I like this this kind of like freeze is kind of. He yeah. thinks that his wife lost it, but I think it's Freeze who's kind of going a little crazy. Um, so, and it just kind of like like how dark it is, like to be honest, like as a story, not necessarily visually, mm-hmm. but and then it kind of ends on an interesting note. So I think Absolute is very uh, very interesting. I'm looking really looking forward to reading Absolute number two. Um, and you know, Detective is you know I, I can't tell you not to buy it because I think it's a good comic book. Again, it's just I don't care about this this main story, so it's kind of a bummer. That uh, I'm not. In, uh, it's kind of a bummer that I'm not enjoying Batman and Detective, but yeah. uh, there's so many other Batman-related books that I'm. I, as I said in my review, I I don't have much room to complain because I two out of like fifteen ain't bad. <laughs> Let's yeah, be I don't. I can't say that I like fully enjoy reading or like look forward to reading it, but it's also like, but whatever, because it's just it's just comics, and maybe then you get do get one like this where it's like you know what, most of this one I I did enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's okay. Uh, also that Tuesday, we had a month off, but it's because it was launching this whole Lazarus Planet story. Batman have you been keeping Robin up with it? Five. No. You have no interest in Lazarus? I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. It, it's weird because like I've liked this and I liked Robin, but I don't know if I'm going to keep up with Lazarus because I think Lazarus Planet is kind of a little farther out there than I want to venture. Yeah. Whereas this, this kind of like Mark Wade josh williamson robin to bat robin versus batman is a little bit more grounded you know because this issue here let's just i'll I'll lead this off go ahead it's cool and this is an example of usually the story of like things i don't like which i detective comics would do it's kind of like elements of batman i don't really enjoy i've enjoyed in this run but i think this book is a little too far for me this particular issue um i don't know how much longer this story goes on for it's done, I think. Okay, that the, was okay, the whole so it's the finale, five issue thing. Okay, the way it ended, it said, Yeah, I want to make sure. End, I wasn't so sure I, if there was like an epilogue issue or whatever. I don't but think so. It's uh, it was a little farther out there. And when you get involved with Damien and you know, Talia and the Lazarus pit, you want to go, it gets a little mythical. Like, I, and I liked having uh, Zatanna come in there at the end of time to save the day. Um, but it, it's a little farther, you know, Batman kind of gets possessed by this team. <laughs> 
point. Um, yeah. But there's yeah. a lot of cool stuff, Batmobile and everything. But this issue really isn't my thing. Monkey Prince is involved. It's a little farther out there, which I was like, yeah, this is kind of not why I'm checking out Lazarus Pit. But there's some good Batman stuff in it regardless, to be honest with you. Like, I... I liked uh, I liked the team up at the end, like the kids going up against Batman, blah blah blah, and then Damien using you know the the mythical stuff to you know multiple Damien's to kind of take on Batman was kind of cool, but that was kind of, yeah. I mean, it was it's it was a kind mix of weird, but it's also like that. I think yeah. That well, was there's also clever. a talking monkey in the book. <laughs> it was yeah, it was clever. Um, something kind of original that even though it's like I'm I'm not really and like I'm not gonna say it's not good. I can't say that. I can just say like this is something I recognize of like this isn't my thing. Yeah, this, this is, is what I probably sound a little bit more Bill me. Bill like than I do normally. You know, like all right, but, but that was powers, cool. no. <laughs> I don't like. I thought it was kind of corny, but I appreciate the the meaning behind how getting Gotham to basically to basically resuscitate Batman. I thought that was pretty epic. To be I'm honest, like, like the book think, ends on such like a strong meaning. note. I like yeah. the meaning of what he's trying to get at there. The how it's unfolding i'm like yeah this is not my jam but i do res- i do respect the the message of the that meaning. really resonated with me i i actually yeah. like shed a tear while reading it and like, then, did I, you I really like it. yeah i did the batman robin hug with yeah. a little smile it almost looks a little bit like i think it, it's just it's a nice way to end a mixed bag of a book because i feel like it ends on such a high note yeah you know the i am batman like the city coming to the eight like it it almost feels very spider-man like like, I feel like this is something mm. I would see in the Spider-Man book. It's something we've seen in Spider-Man movies. You know, we've seen this in Spider-Man. Spider-Man doesn't hug his dad. And, no, but the city rally around their hero, yeah. you know. We've seen you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Exactly, you know. You, you've seen that stuff. And it's cool to see that in Batman, you know. Just, I appreciate that there's a lot of people in the fake city of Gotham that appreciate Batman's work. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of fake people appreciating a fake hero. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I Batman, was into it. Batman is all of us, Peter. Uh, continuing on that same that same day, except Eric Holzman because he's Aquaman. Holzman, uh, Batman: The Audio Adventures. We had a month off, but this continued. And Pete, I love this book. This is amazing. I think it's great. I think it's fun. I like the style, yep. even though it looks like you'd almost think it is a little kiddish. It's got it goes some places. Um, it's very comparable. It's it very mature. And I love, I just, I love the art. I, I really love how do. Gordon's mustache almost looks like a bat. It's a bat, yeah. Uh, the the so story's fun. I, I'm really, I'm really into Croc's story. And then Penguin's manipulating yeah. him. Yeah. And what's going on at the circus and this one and stuff. And I'm like, ah, oh, poor Croc. But then you I, learn, like, the guilt that he has. Um, And, you know, basically, who I, I thought that, I thought this was Baby Doll. Yeah, I was. I, I I did too. I was leaning towards that, but I'm glad. And so you got that this is it's not baby doll. Yeah, like this issue kind of reveals what really what that is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, that's man, that's going some places. And I'm then thinking this take on Croc, yeah, going places. And then it teases at the end of Robin's kind of being manipulated by Penguin, and he's gonna go see Doctor Jonathan Crane. And so it's like, wow, this this is awesome. I really like this. Series. This is a fun book. This book mm-hmm. is so much fun. This book is just as much fun as it is to listen to the, sh- the podcast. I haven't caught up. I'm so That's bad. So good. So terrible. You should get into it. They're, they're terrible. Crazy. I know. Damn it. And I wonder that in reading this too, of like some of this was already revealed, but this is like a 
a new story in that universe. Yes. Right. Yes, so this is all new. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, there's only two two issues left of this, I believe. I think this one is a a seven issue. Um, maybe it'll come back for more if the podcast continues to be. That's why I need to download them, give some help in numbers. Then they'll keep the the comic going too, because I think this is great. Big fan. Uh, another tie-in: uh, Batman Gotham Knights Gilded City number four. Take it away. You can kick this one off. Um, I like the like the current modern day stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like like the uh the flashback stuff, and but that was kind of limited. I felt like in this issue, uh, not really. It's actually kind of it was present a lot. Um, I don't know. Like that's it, kind of where I am. Like it, it's it's an okay story. It's cool. I'm digging it for the most part. I just don't like this flashback stuff. Like it kind of just takes gotcha. me out of the book. I, I know they're trying to set something up. I just don't know what it is. But I, I dig this this book. I, I kind of like. It's kind of you know it's relentless Batman like I I've still got to go out there I've got to go out there, I, I you know kind of like he's like I've got to save Jason like I kind of like that still bothers yeah. him, you know I thought that was cool um and uh, I appreciate the artwork I like the suit design like I'm actually I really like what uh, they did with Robin in the book in the just the suit and everything and like how that's different in the game and I think that's translated over well and um it's cool like I, I do think though it jumps around too much like. You know, even though like there's flashbacks of like Nightwing and Red Hood, and there's flashbacks of like the the, the I don't know the turn of the century, <laughs> so like it jumps around a lot. But like I I I I get what they're doing. It's just it's it's maybe a little hard to follow. Um, this was one. So I do like the flashbacks, and also though it's surprising because I think the flashbacks 1847, and you almost think like oh this is like a a Batman from that time period and that doesn't always work for me because i get very like okay you know no batman was created when bruce wayne created batman like that to me is what works don't go through this whole there's always been a batman at every point in history or anything like that doesn't work for me but here it kind of does i do i do actually like the flashbacks um i like the main story more and do think that that's more important um the flashbacks need to serve the main story not the other way around uh, but I think to do a revisit whenever like all the issues are out, then I'd like to do a revisit. Cause then I think it will flow a little bit better. Cause some moments do get a little bit fuzzy to me, but I thought some good action. I do like the Batman moments. Like you said of, no, I still got to get out. There. And then the fact that he had to choose between red hood and Robin and who he does choose. It's kind of surprising. I a lot. Yeah. Um, I like the mission that Robin's on, on his own and how they, you know, bring up the tension or drama is like his comms go out because he's so deep in um i was waiting for like something really bad to happen mm-hmm. but on the other side of that it's like in the cave alfred and batman are even saying like we haven't heard from him in so long and blah 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 so you know to them i don't know it serves the story well and um i don't know i i enjoy this um i think it's a it's a good tie-in yeah I'm so, with you. It's it's not it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's not the worst thing in the world. It's just solid. I you think know, it's, sh- it's consistent. Yeah, and I think these show up on day of release on DC Universe Infinite Ultra. So anybody who has that, I mean, it's available by the time that you hear this. I think it's available on on that app to read if you didn't buy it. And so that means people better comics. Got it. Nailed it. All right. Lastly, of these main books, Peter, the Riddler, Year One, Number Three. For the first time in this series, I did not enjoy this book. What? 
Yeah, I, I, I just kind of was like, I feel like Are we've you been allowed here. to say that. I feel like it was a little repetitive. I feel like the past two issues already, like, I feel like it didn't set up anything. I just, it's just more of the same. And I was just kind of like, it didn't advance the story for me. And, uh, okay. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. How about you? I liked it. This, I'm having a retention problem and remembering what's happening in comic book stories. So I too was, and this is one that's, uh, every other month. So, so the last issue was in December. Crap, what specifically happened in December? And then it was like trying to retrace my steps with that while reading this. Mm-hmm. And then some of it came back to me. Some of it didn't. Um, I think it was a little bit lighter on story and a little bit more on action, but not like in, as an action, like fist fights or anything like that. It was... You know, like him logging on to talk to the the daughter of the owner that we'd seen last issue, the issue before Mr. June. I'm saying that because I'm only on this page now. And as he's as Edward's going to investigate some things. But what I like is that they're expanding that he's. He is almost a good guy. So far in this still. And you do see the admiration that he's having for Batman, in which we know from the movie that he's kind of like he sees Batman as an ally. Um, I do like those elements in this. Uh, I think I need to do since it's only three books. By the time the next issue comes, I need to sit down. I mean, they're not like terribly long reads anyway. An yeah. hour, I could read the, these three books, embrace for the and get ready for the the back half. Um, but I don't know. I I liked it. I thought some clever, some unique art and art was unique, uh, definitely layouts and stuff like that, which I think it's a European artist. Um, what's his name? Follow him on Twitter. And I think this was like his, his first book in America, Steven Subic, but Stevan Subic apologize. I got it wrong. Anyways, I think this is like his first work work with DC or in America or something. So, um, I don't know, it's still quality. Hopefully it ups the ante a little bit more though. I get that. Yeah, I hope the next issue is a little bit better. But I, I've enjoyed the first two, so. Okay, well, Pete, it's a fun segment time now. Now we dip into Batman. Yeah, Gotham City Year One, number five, second to last chapter of this series. We've been saying it. Uh, people read this book. I just don't know what to expect every month when I pick this book. I don't either. I did way, not expect like, this. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, Slam Bradley. I would love to see you pop up somewhere, like in a movie. I think the character deserves it. He's just so cool to me. Like, just, just <laughs> he's just, he's like Columbo with Edge. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way I could describe it. Yeah, man. I mean, this book, it just every month or every time I read this, I, I don't think it's every month. I feel like there's been a delay or two. Which is normal. no, it's been every month. Has it been? Yeah. Okay. Well, every month. Look at that I, Tom I, King. I, I just I I love it because it's it's in Gotham. It's not really Batman. I know Batman's listening to Slam tell the story somewhere, and I just like I wish I could see Batman's face as he goes as he hears this stuff. But I mean, yeah. and the artwork is just absolutely brilliant. Like this is like it's kind of like I like is it Phil Hester? Yep. Oh man, it's like almost like a cleaner version of sin city it's it's almost like sharper you know like yeah. it 
with a little a splash, a little more color. Like it's so unique, but it fits so perfectly within the story. I just, oh, but please read this book. You have to read this book. It's if you didn't think you'd enjoy this, I think this this might be like Tom King's best work. You're not out of line. We'll we'll see with the the wrap up next next month. I don't see how this landing doesn't stick because these issues like this book is just it's awesome. It's just great. Can't recommend it enough. Go read it. Um also another series that can't stop is the Joker, the man who stopped laughing. Is this crazy? It's, I'm what? continuing getting my Libermeo variants. I don't know how long he's he's doing it, but I'm glad one. which one and Hoper 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 Hoping he doesn't stop either. Hoping because Hoper. give me Bermeo covers all day. Um, I thought this issue was great. Uh, yeah, we, we got a little more Clayface here. Um, we find out that there are still two Jokers, even Matt though the Jokers try to confront each other, and Matt Hatter's involved in this. So, like, we still don't really know what's going on. No, and uh, I mean that's also a classic Rosenberg trait. So, I loved so when they're when. Joker's basically in that jail cell in the building, you could almost say. Uh, mm-hmm. And the other Joker's talking to him. I think the dialogue back and forth, you can definitely, in that, you can tell which one the real Joker is. Yeah. By the actions and the dialogue. And one is just embracing the environment now and the situation that they're in. And the other one's panicking. And it's like, yeah, the Joker doesn't panic. We know which one is real, and then we find out that, like, yeah, that one's actually Clayface. It's so good. It's so good. I I, I love this book. Yeah, I love this book. Yep, I'm with you. And then the backup continues. The, the backup continues backup to be too. fun. Yeah. Uh, no pregnant Joker here. <laughs> no, no, but we do get a, a giant Jageta. <laughs> yeah, a giant Joker with zits that pop little Jokers. It's so ridiculous. That's awesome. <laughs> It almost makes me think of like the one night. I think it's uh, number four, Nightmare on Elm Street, where it's like Freddy's skin. You see, it's a bunch of like other little souls or something like that, like people trying to get out or something. It's like I don't okay. know. Maybe think of that. Go watch uh, number four. Do it. Go Pete. watch that Holzman. And then uh, Poison Ivy number nine has now been expanded into a regular series, an ongoing series. I'm glad the book is selling well. I, yeah, me too. I thought that this was a very chill issue. Um, Harley pops up, and it's just basically, you know, uh, reuniting. We get like a, a day and in the not, life. Yeah, a day in the life, day in the town, and then Harley has to go back to Gotham. Poison Ivy's not done with her work, so it's just a fun little issue. Yeah, just... yeah. Quick read. It was fun. Uh, that's all I got for Batman and, I'm, and Prince. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm glad that uh, it's continuing because I'm really enjoying just Willow. I like Willow Wilson. I'm a big fan of her work. So like every time she gets extended, it's always a good thing. Nice. Um, Batgirl 16. I'll tell you guys I love this one. This is like my favorite Batman story right now. So uh, Stephanie's kidnapped by her father. It's up to Cassandra to save them. Uh, and does Stephanie die or not? That is the big <gasps> question. That's a lot of fun. You should read yes. that. Um, Laura, um, what would you Vera. think of Nightwing 101? Oh, I didn't write down Nightwing. Haha. Uh, I thought it was okay. Yeah, you know, it's cool. It's 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 getting a little uh more of a turning into more of a Titans book, I think. 
Yeah, it's going to lead into, and then my guess is that it's going to like continue in, yeah, Teen Titans number one or whatever, Titans number one that Taylor announced. I don't know if it was this month or last. Does that mean he's leaving Nightwing or is he going to do both? I didn't come across anything about him leaving. Okay. So my guess is uh, he's going to stay on Nightwing. But punchline number four, this book is phenomenal. I think you guys all have to be reading this title. It's a lot of fun. Uh, punchline is just running amok in Gotham. You've got some amok, amok, action. amok. You've got uh, uh, the uh, what's it called? The uh, Royal Flush Gang is still involved. Black Mask is still involved. It's a really cool, just murderous punchline battle royale. She's going to take on Black Mask. This is a lot of fun. I highly recommend everyone read Punchline. That is just a blast. I, I, I it's it's one of the books I look forward to every month. I really do. Yeah. Um, uh, Catwoman 52. Interesting. Selena Kyle's in jail. Uh, Aiko is taking over as Catwoman. I'm not really digging this so much as I thought I would. I like the Maggie stuff. I've always liked Selena and Maggie stuff. Um, I kind of like how Selena's taking over prison. Um, but it's, there's something about it that just isn't really sticking with me. Um, I, I feel like it could be better. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it could be a little bit better. And then uh, Harley Quinn Legion of Bats 5 was it was okay. Uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just, it's, mm. I feel like it's not as good as the show, this this issue. It kind of was like, oh, man, am I going to keep going with this? So I'm questioning this book for the first time, but it's Uh-oh. also got one issue left, so I'll just finish it up. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone this far. Yeah, I was like, I'll just, I'll, I will read the final issue and finish it. Maybe, maybe it's just, maybe it's just this book that I did not enjoy. Gotcha. And then that's it. That's it for my Batman. That's it for Batman and Friends. The best part of the show it's where i'm unfiltered and ryan lauer lets me do what i want yeah uh pete haven't asked you in quite a while what was your favorite book of the month uh my favorite book of the month jeez it is a tie between batgirls 15 and um uh joker the man who stopped laughing wow face is just on the outside looking in uh mine's cliffface Loved the Joker issue. Loved Batman Joker Deadly Duo. Loved Beyond the White Knight. Clayface gets the edge though. Like I okay. think that they just they rocked that issue. And then the art by Zermanico was Rock'em Sock'em Robots. They make that a poster of that that uh splash page. What do you think of uh Murphy's Batman with a beard? Uh not my favorite. Yeah, I'm kinda like but it. also like I'm, I'm happy cool he has the cowback. Yeah, I hope that when they make the inevitable figure, it's with the cow. I want the whole cow. Bearded cow, that's fine. I mean, I'm sure Mr. McFarlane will uh, make a variant for you. I hope so. Just for me. Just one. And I'll sell it on eBay for thousands. Uh, But anyways, Pete, thanks for coming back this month. Again, you're not required to do this. I thought I was. We finally got our... uh, it's been a while too. You were, pop you were up worried this episode wasn't going to get recorded. You thought we were going to get one in. It, it was it was pushing it, but but we got it we'll in. Find, anyway. We'll find a way to get it in. Always we'll find a way to get it in. It's the commitment that we have made to uh, we are committed each other to and the in. people. Yes. Yeah, committed we're helping DC in. Comics. We're helping Batman Comics. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why don't sure you go ahead and this and this is the showstopper everybody always waits for. Yeah. Plug plug away. Uh, well, you if you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon. 
uh, and Zack Snyder's <laughs> favorite platform, Vero. Go Mastodon. Yeah, if you are a big Hezbollah fan, you should follow my Instagram account. It is the largest Hezbollah fan page out of the state of New Jersey in the world. Um, so check that out if you're a big fan of Hezbollah. Uh, if you like podcasts, you should check out Straight Out of Gotham. That's straight underscore O underscore G on Twitter and Instagram. I co-host that with the champion of Shlong Island, Eric Holzman. It's a news-based podcast. We also have a Facebook group and a Facebook fan page you should consider joining. Ryan Lauer is a member of both, and he loves uh, all the news that we share with him. And uh, if you're a fan of the Batman Book Club, then you're going to be a fan of Eric Holzman's life because I'm documenting it. Um, and you should read that book as well when it comes out. Uh, I also do a podcast with the Carusos. Um, that is the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. We haven't recorded an episode in a while. That's Italians for Spidey on Twitter because Nico Caruso has been slain in around Chicago. The guy is just, he's he's gone full Hefner. It's pretty much, you can't <laughs> control him. So he's out there just spreading the seed. Uh, so Italians for Spidey's out there. Listen to that. We've got some good Spider-Man conversations. We talk about comics and movies. Um, I'm all over BatmanOnFilm.com. I'm all over Batman on Film YouTube. I'm going to have a review of Detective Comics on BatmanOnFilm.com this week. That'll come out um, way before this episode gets dropped, I believe. Maybe the day before. Um, and then I've got interviews and stuff on the YouTube channel. I've got other articles on BatmanOnFilm.com. Check out at Team Yellow Oval. That's a fun place with Keaton's return. Yes. Lots of good stuff going on over there. Ryan Lauer is also following that page. Darn and, right. Uh, so it's Batman Book Club. Yeah, so we're we're all just one big happy BOF family over here. And I think that's it, uh, Mr. Lauer. Why don't you take it away? That's it. That's it. I hope you caught all of those. Follow that. As Wula. As for the Batman Book Club, you can follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes, sometimes even some giveaways. But most importantly, coming up in March, it's another bracket challenge. And I'm stressing. I've talked about it a ton, and yeah, it hasn't changed. I'm stressing out because um, some people will not be happy with what's going on there. But a lot of really? people will, but it'll be fun because it's that time of year to do brackets. So make sure you follow there for the on Twitter specifically for the bracket challenge. Make sure you also subscribe to the YouTube channel for Batman Book Club where Pete and I are doing the road to no man's land. Um, we were absent in February because schedules just got insane. But Pete and I are approaching the end, and we're hoping that we can we can end it in March, and then We'd like continue, yeah. and then continue, continue, but open we'll continue. up and start yeah. No Man's Land. So we talked to return to No Man's Land. Now we're gonna be on No Man's Land. I picked up another omnibus this weekend. Actually, I'm going buying two, crazy. Buying two of that is on sale on in stock. Pretty dang cheap. So right. yeah, I just need to. I know I'm gonna get it one day. Why not just get it now? Yeah. Uh, if you want to support the show, there's a variety of ways. Yeah, P got the infi- Infinite Crisis uh, Omnibus. Uh, so that, that 2,000 pages. Uh, if if you want to support the show, there's a number of ways you can do it. Patreon.com slash the Batman BC. TPublic.com. Type in TBBC for the Batman Book Club. But also, if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, it's 100% A-OK. Easiest, quickest, and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show wherever you listen to it for a podcast. So Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, iHeartRadio, wherever. Go to the rate and review page and rate and review the show because the more reviews it gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is Texas. <laughs> so for Peter Arvera, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, we're <laughs>